So lately, you might have noticed that I've been mentioning this other podcast that I have fallen in love with. I feel like I'm being unfaithful to my own podcast. Hmm. But I just have to share with you all, making it more of an open relationship among podcasts. In their own words, this is why you should subscribe to their show. What the hell is National Day Riff, and why do we care? National Day Riff, a politically incorrect, tastefully inappropriate sketch comedy podcast. Every day in the U.S. there is something to celebrate, and it's our job to poke fun at it. For example, sneak some zucchini into your neighbor's porch day. Men, synchronize your watches. Old Lady Anderson over there hasn't been eating her veggies. What? Are you serious? Veggies are good for you. Indeed they are, son. Or senior citizens, Spumoni, Brazilian Blowout, and Congressional Startup Day. How about a triple scoop of our new flavor, Brazilian Blowout? Brazilian Blowout! And of course, Fluffernutter, Pierogi, and American Touch Tag Day. Did you order a piping hot, steaming, super juicy, extra large, organic, free-range pepperoni from Rubhub? Come on, come on. Yeah. Shit! Fly in the fluffernutter to Mr. Hauser's trailer on the double. Oh, well, <laughs> Brick wasn't able to take care of his uh, <clears throat> contractual obligations with the bisexual monkey. Sean, a fluffernutter is a sandwich with marshmallow cream and peanut butter, so. Ugh, that's disgusting. We even made a musical. Strong and short with a full head of hair. He just loves it when I'm coy. My little man is a Just a creamy each other's day. Too much to ask. Our quest is simple, simple, just like we. She's tall, he's short, but spry, and that's just what we'll be. National Day Riff is available wherever you get your podcast fix. Subscribe today, laugh tomorrow. It- well, you could actually laugh today if you if you wanted to. No one's stopping you. I mean, come on, it's free. Jeez. Raw Truth Stories of Female Infidelity may contain explicit and questionable content. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcaster Rebecca Adams and are not based on the advice of a licensed therapist, psychologist, or psychiatrist. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Human lives follow many paths, presenting twists and turns and choices never planned, never expected. Temptation, anger, depression, and loneliness all can lead a person to a mistake they can't take back. Facing judgment and isolation, a person can feel very alone. These are the voices of women who have chosen to cheat on their spouses or partners. Hear their stories. This is Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Midweek Ponder on Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, where 
On this one, we talk about different things, controversial things, of course, mainly infidelity and where that falls, people's thoughts and opinions about infidelity. Do they agree with it? Do they disagree with it? You know, thoughts, opinions. Um, And I will actually reach out on social media and I will put out questions to people asking just you know, taboo things. And I've done in the past being the other man or um, what was the thrill or what is the thrill or excitement for a younger man and an older woman. And we've had some little info on that, just things like that. So this one today, friends with benefits, does it work? And what do you say about it? So I was able to gather some comments from those posts, as well as a short little um, story, I guess you could say, from a man's perspective of friends with benefits and a woman's perspective of having friends with benefits. But before we get to that, I wanted to read an article that somebody had actually written regarding friends with benefits. Infidelity. Both women and men alike have found themselves in situations where they have become unfaithful to their spouse or partner. On the podcast, Raw Truth, Stories of Female Infidelity, you hear stories from women who have been unfaithful, but want to share their stories to help others in similar situations or to help other people understand why sometimes infidelity happens. But there is still so much more. How does a man cope when he finds out that his wife, girlfriend, or partner has cheated? What are the reasons why a man chooses to cheat? Are they similar to why a woman does? Or maybe you are the other man or the other woman in a relationship. I asked her later why she didn't tell me she liked the kind of sex she had with him. She said it was novel for the first couple times, but she swore she didn't like what he was doing. I'm not sure I believed it. Why keep going back? I'm sure in hindsight she feels that way now, but I never got over the nagging doubt that she enjoyed the sex with him more than me. I also never got over the feeling that she looked back at what they did and with good memories. He was bigger than me, in better shape, younger, and the sex was new. I never got over that. Again, she swears she looks at it with disgust, but who knows? Why would she ever admit it? To hear the rest of this story and other stories like this, please visit the website rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com and click on the Patreon link. For a $3 a month pledge, You will get access to these additional episodes, as well as early access to regularly released episodes. If you have a story that you would like to be considered for a future podcast, please email rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. All submissions will always be anonymous. And always remember, no judgment. The article I wanted to share with you today I found on the uh, HuffPost website, and it's called Why, quote, Friends with Benefits is the Biggest Lie in Modern Dating. This was written by Jennifer Abbotts. She is a guest writer, and I will have the link to this article in my uh, podcast episode notes. So she says this, 
Have you spent time online dating or IRL dating recently? If so, you have no doubt encountered people saying, typing, texting, that they are exclusively looking for, quote, friends with benefits. I can't count how many Tinder and OkCupid bios I have swiped past that included something along the lines of, quote, I don't want a relationship right now. I just want to be FWB, end quote. It's time to call bullshit on the phrase friends with benefits, or at least how modern daters use it. Friends with benefits is a lie perched on the back of more lies. It's lies and miscommunications and denials and half-truths all the way down. I get a migraine just from trying to parse this weaselly phrasing. I'm not against hookups, one night or one week stands, or a part-time lover whom you bang twice a month when they are in town for work. I want you, me, all of us to have fulfilling and fun sex whenever we are able. You can have sex with no or very few attachments as long as both, or however many, partners are consenting, self-actualized adults who are going into the bone zone with their eyes, hearts, minds wide open. But none of that is friends with benefits. People who use FWB in their profiles, or IRL, are trying to convey that they are down for sex with some kind of intimacy, but most definitely not a full-bore relationship. But you can't have an FWB without having a friend, and a friendship is a relationship. For many of us, our friend relationships are the strongest, safest, sweetest bonds we have. Relationships are what keep you going back to your favorite deli guy, your grumpy barber, your former boss who is kind of terrible, but at least he's the kind of terrible you understand and can work around. What you are implying when you say you don't want a relationship with the person whom you want to stick parts of yourself into and vice versa is that they are not as important to you as any other of the hundreds of people in your life. Is the bond you make with your sex friend while lying under the duvet or smushed in the back seat of your Hyundai any less meaningful a bond than the one you have with the receptionist at the gym who always remembers your love of the Phillies? I don't think 10,000 would-be romancers understand the huge neon danger sign they are setting up when using friends with benefits and talking about their dating life. They are signifying that they want to make all the rules all the time, including when, where, and how often sex is had, and most insidiously, how their sex friend should feel about that. The only acceptable feeling for them is total chill vibes. Don't expect them to put any emotional energy into anything they are not comfortable with at all times. And for super sure, the other person cannot impose any of their own desires on them or make emotional overtures. And even if you have a deep feelings convo after you smoke more weed than usual, everyone still has to be super cool about it because you aren't in a quote real relationship, remember? Let me give you two recent friends with benefit examples from my dating life. Neither of these gentlemen callers were American and neither of them lived full time in my city. This setup doesn't lend itself to a traditional full-on monogamous relationship which works for me as long as we are both on the same wavelength and communicating our needs. Pretty quickly in the first relationship the dude, the Euro, let me know all he wanted was a friends with benefit type scenario. He also let me know I was not a priority to him. 
We would go out to drinks, sloppily make out, or just as often not, and then he would disappear off into the parts of his life that he refused to discuss with me. The Euro loved to come to my house in the middle of the afternoon, have a couple of gin and tonics and some sort of fooling around and take a nap, and then leave unceremoniously, which isn't what friends do. A friend doesn't indulge in a week of sexy texting before he flies into your city from far away to then tell you he can't hang out for the next four days with no further explanation. He made, changed, and broke plans with ease. I was traveling frequently for work at the time and more than once had scheduled everything out for him to join me only to have him cancel at the last minute. The few times I called him on his behavior, telling him that I needed a bit more of a, quote, friend, part of our relationship, the part that was close, intimate, and loving, the part where my priorities were as important as his, he would always say he didn't have any emotional room for me at the moment and maybe never would. I stayed tangled up in this shitty pattern for a few years because I liked him. I wanted to be closer to him despite every single way he showed me he was not my friend. It ended, as all great relationships do, with us yelling at each other in a crappy bar in Williamsburg and then me crying in the gross bathroom before crying in the lift all the way home alone. The second case was a real friends with benefits whirlwind. I had one unforgettable date with this man, the expat. We had an immediate connection, banged it out, and the same thing happened the next time he was in town. Then he sent me a WhatsApp message saying he really liked me, but he just wanted to be, quote, friends. So I told him, sure. Next time he came into town, maybe we could get a chummy drink. Before his next trip, he asked if we could have a good old sex session when he arrived. All without asking me what I wanted, what being a friend meant to me, anything like that. That hasn't stopped me from hitting it with him. I'm garbage and he's hot. Real, healthy, sacred, and sublime friends with benefits relationships can exist. You and your old roommate get a little tipsy at a local bub trivia night and then go back to yours. Then you decide you want to do that same thing every Wednesday night for the foreseeable future. Or maybe you never noticed that the pitcher on your softball team was so cute until you really noticed by making out in your car after practice one day. Those people are your friends and you are giving them the benefit of seeing your naughty parts up close. The Euro and the expat weren't my friends just because they said that's what they wanted from me. We aren't friends if we have drinks and apps together once, or if we go for a long walk in the park and talk about our therapists the first time we hang out. We still aren't friends if we go home together the first time we meet because we're extra horny on a Tuesday night. We remain not friends, though we may hook up each and every time we see each other. In that case, we are lovers or fuck buddies. We are friends when we have shared experiences and feelings, when I know you hate perky purple nail polish because of the one mean manager who always wore it, when we almost get kicked out of a comedy club because you can't resist showing me an unsolicited dick pic and I scream, when you call me at 3 a.m. to cry over your long dead cat because you know I will listen and cry with you. Friend relationships grow, morph, and change, and maybe we end up in a more-than-friends relationship, or maybe I end up dancing to, quote, halo with your gay uncle at your wedding, happier than I ever thought I could be. 
But that's not what you are asking for. Stranger looking for a friends with benefit on the internet, so I declare that you get nothing until you expand your relationship horizons. No more dating friends with benefits, folks, until they are fully realized enough emotionally to tell the difference between sex, friendship, and all the other shades of relationship gray. I liked what she had to say. I mean, that's definitely a good view from a person's perspective. And I um, I can see her points in it. And, uh, you know, how it's definitely those gray lines there. Are you an aspiring podcaster who is working toward growing your show with the hope to start earning money from sponsors? Yeah, I was too. And so thankful to come across Podcorn. Nope, I didn't say popcorn, though that does kind of sound good right now. Podcorn connects advertisers with podcasters, so for you, the podcaster, it takes the guessing out of which brands actually want to advertise on a podcast. When you sign up with Podcorn, you are alerted when new sponsorship opportunities become available. The website is very user-friendly, thank goodness. Heck, that's how I got the opportunity for Podcorn to sponsor my show. You are able to scroll through their list of sponsors to find one that would ideally match their brand to your target audience. There are so many to consider. When you find one you are interested in, simply click on the advertiser and let them know how you would like to advertise their product on your podcast and what your fee is, along with the dates you would be placing the advertisement. You really should check out their website at podcorn.com. That's P-O-D-C-O-R-N.com, not popcorn. View available sponsorship opportunities for your podcast today. So let's hear what our people who listen to the podcast and follow me and stuff on Facebook had to say about it. Friends with benefits, does it work? What do you say about it? And these are just little blurbs that people posted. My ex and I tried that. I can't do it. I have to have the emotions. For me, it depends on who and what the situation is. If everyone is open and honest and upfront. I like not having expectations put on me and someone allowing me to just do something or some things because I want to do them. This one was funny. Let me find a friend first, then work on the benefits, smiley face. No, really sad face. I think every situation is different. Maybe one of the parties or both will have feelings after a while. Maybe for some, it just works out if they have demanding careers, case by case. Works for me, but I have no heart or soul. Oh. Yep, until the baby comes. Uh-oh. Yes, sometimes. No. As long as boundaries are crystal clear up front, then yes, I've had a few FWBs in my life. The benefits ended, but I'm still friends with them. That's cool. That's good. Mine's actually working out. We act like a couple, but we're just best friends that mess around. No. No, someone always catches feelings and gets hurt. Human nature. No. It can work. Had one off and on when I wasn't looking for a serious relationship. It's not for everyone though, especially those that catch feelings too hard or are jealous. I've had a couple and they tend to catch feelings when I have not. Still nice to have as long as your understanding is mutual. Personally did not enjoy 
having to tell one friends with benefits that friendship and occasional sex was fo- as far as I was willing to go. This was after a talk where she set the rules of friends with benefits. And then the next one. I did the short term with a woman who I'd previously partnered with. It didn't really work out. Gets in the way of a solid friendship. But thankfully, over 20 years later, I'm still friends with her. She's married and doing all right. I believe friends with benefits is a, quote, relationship so it can work. Just like any form of a relationship, both parties have to be on the same page, be honest, set boundaries, and be respectful. If at any point something changes, whether it's catching feelings, lust is wearing down, etc., face that change just like you would with any other person and find the solution. A friends with benefits should only be beneficial, just as the title says. I think that was well said. It absolutely does. Well, it did for me. It was so much fun for those eight months I was in that type of a relationship. Case-by-case basis, I think if you catch feelings, you had feelings to begin with, but were in denial because yay sex. Of the few I've had, one of them I couldn't catch feelings because I actually couldn't stand her as a person. But there have been ones I wanted more from before we got involved and settled for friends with benefits. Those were tough. I always fall in lust, but I'll do it if I have to, and then kind of a questionable face or a hmm type face. (laughs) It does not work. Someone will end up catching feelings and get hurt in the end. For me, no. I always catch feelings. I've had a few and even though it has ran its course, we're still friends. (laughs) This is good. It is like the Titanic and the iceberg. You might hook up with someone that will be the ice and someone will eventually sink and wind up on a door. (laughs) It works, just don't catch feelings. Use each other for fun in the moment. It works if she has good benefits. And then someone else kind of replied up there, absolutely, it works for most women, but the fact is, that many are dismissive and hypocritical of it because they must sound politically correct. (laughs) It works till one of the people finds a real boyfriend or girlfriend, and that's a good point. Nope, one just about always falls in love. Well, my boyfriend and I were, but started dating and now we've been together for almost four years, so I would say yes, LOL. It works, but it takes a lot of work. Depends on trust and respect of the friendship. If you both go in it with no expectations. Never tried it. It can. It can as long as there's no feelings. Let's try. And that was to me. Then he he wrote, Rebecca Adams, just hoping, cutie. LOL. And I think I chewed his ass for that. Um, let's see here. Then someone says, yes, 100%. Yes. Yep. Yes, it works if you know the difference between love and hooking up. You see, I guess I'm just wired different. I can have sex and feel zero emotional connection. I don't kiss. That's the main thing. I think that's what they talked about in the movie. Pretty woman. She would say no kissing because of the emotional thing. And then it says, sex is not a relationship. Okay. I have four friends with benefits and it's just sex. 
There are no emotional feelings. It works well for me because I'm single and I have a very high libido. This arrangement gives me variety too, which is great. It's a win-win for me and I'm guessing for all four ladies too, as they have told me on several occasions, they are completely satisfied sexually. One party catches feelings and he says something that throws the whole thing off and then it blows up like a volcano. They get blocked on Facebook and I'm totally confused about it. <laughs> it does until someone develops feelings and then someone else at the end, it works. Just remember, it's benefits, not a commitment. And I'm glad somebody wrote develops feelings because I kept seeing all these catch feelings, catch feelings. And I I don't quite understand the grammar with that. And, and that's just probably me. So I don't mean offense to anybody, but to me, I would be saying develop feelings or, you know, starting to gain feelings or I'm starting to like this person. But catch feelings, to me, I think of sports. I don't know. Okay, so here's a little short um, story from somebody, and this was from a woman's perspective. On the subject of friends with benefits, I feel sometimes it works, sometimes not. I've been on different ends of the spectrum on this. Friends with benefits number one. I told him how I was in love with somebody I couldn't be with due to the distance, and we would never be anything more than friends with benefits, and he got attached. When I told him I had my chance and couldn't see him anymore, he responded with, quote, You know I won't accept you too forever. T-W-O forever. Hmm. To which I said, I've never lied to you, and this really isn't up to you. After that, he continued to try and contact me, even playing the guilt card saying he was moving if he couldn't be with me. Friends with benefits number two. I fell for, but it didn't work out. Although fortunately, we're still good friends, but I make sure conversations are steered in the right direction. I don't let him use pet names or goad me into inappropriate conversations anymore. Facebook with friends three. Facebook with friends, did I just say that? Friends with benefits three. Sorry guys, I'm not gonna delete that blooper. I'm keeping it in because I'm a total, total dork. This, I'm ashamed to say, was a longtime friend and we were both married. Everything was consensual and he did kind of blindside me. I dismissed his Texas jokes until he randomly showed up on my doorstep and not to be TMI, but his fervor and foreplay was so amazing I caved. It was funny that I hadn't seen it coming. I always dismissed his advances as jokes until that day. He just at me and said he didn't know how I would think that what he was doing his best to be obvious. I think, I don't know, maybe she meant he just at me and said he didn't know. Maybe he just said to me he didn't know. I don't know. It just, that sentence doesn't quite make sense. Then I thought about it and a lot of things did make sense. We're still friends and he does occasionally try to contact me, but I've been cutting off anything but friendly conversation. Friends with benefits number four. The one who has always had the same mentality I do about it. We enjoy each other's company and bodies, but that's as far as it goes. In this case, truth be told, I don't think we could ever be serious about each other. I think our particular brands of OCD and our particular aspirations would totally clash. And we don't let our kids meet each other. Plus, we are both coming out of some pretty complicated situations, so the timing is terrible. Neither one of us is looking for anything serious, and we have fun together, so it works. 
although I did find it flattering when he admitted to me that he'd felt something between us the first time he met me, but we were friends for a few years before anything happened. I feel like saying it all like that makes me sound promiscuous, but I'm really not. And then she let me know I can use this part of the discussion for this podcast, but don't use her name, which I promised, of course, I would not do because everything is always anonymous. And the last part here is a man's point of friends with benefits. Friends with benefits works for me. It's neat and tidy and compartmentalized. You have a connection and liking for a person which is mutual. You're comfortable. There is at least very good sexual chemistry, and it certainly can get very hot. That said, it comes nowhere close to comparing with the thrill and excitement and raw emotional tsunami of a proper love affair. There, boundaries are blurred and routinely ignored. Passion is fuel for the soul, and the sex, when in that world, is elevated to something otherworldly. At least that's been my experience having done both successfully. So there you have it. There's some thoughts about friends with benefits. Um, the first part of the comments were a mixture of men and women. And then here I had two little shorter, you know, blurbs that were sent to me about it. So very interesting. Very, very interesting. So some new ones that I'm going to have coming up and you're welcome to email me. Um, and one of my fantastic, I can call her like a friend. She's been following me since the beginning of this whole thing. And she'll send me all sorts of information and just is the sweetest woman I have met in a long time, even though I haven't met her. It's all, you know, social media friends, but um, catfishing, that's going to be an upcoming episode on a midweek ponder. So I'm going to start putting that out on social media. And I want you if you hear this podcast to shoot me an email if you have ever been catfished, or if you have catfished somebody and why explain why it doesn't have to be a long story just I did it because for whatever reason or I was catfished and this is what it ended up being like I said it doesn't have to be a long story but if you want it to be a can as you heard I've had some wonderful sponsors for this episode please help them out by going to my episode notes and checking out their websites and subscribing to their podcasts or if you're an aspiring podcaster definitely take a look at podcorn and I really appreciate their support on today's episode if you are also interested in submitting a story for the uh, Sunday run of raw truth stories of female infidelity meaning if you're a woman who has cheated on her husband boyfriend spouse partner and you're interested in submitting your story about it shoot me an email and then also for my Patreon listeners, um, you know, you should subscribe so you can hear this. That is where I accept stories from men who have dealt with the female infidelity, meaning their wives, partners, girlfriends have cheated on them. And they um, share their stories of what they went through when they found out and everything leading up to it and where it ended, as well as some men who wanted to share their own stories of being unfaithful. Or even if you have suggestions for midweek ponder just as my friend on facebook did shoot me an email 
uh, rebecca.rawtruth at gmail.com. You can also visit my website at rawtruthstoriesoffemaleinfidelity.com. There you can listen to episodes. You can shoot me an email. You can sign up for Patreon. It's three bucks a month plus tax. Um, and all the terms and all of that, of course, is on there. And you get access to, I think I just put on my uh, 15th episode. So that's 15 extra stories on there that you could listen to. And um, you can also read my blog that is kind of short and boring. But you know, I'm always working to try and improve and add to it. So I want to thank you all so much for listening. You guys have all been such great supporters. I really appreciate it. Um, I hope you all are having a great day. Stay happy and stay healthy. And as I always say, always, for me, no judgment. Goodbye.